are you ready? Ready to transform your life and step into the person that you say you want to be. Ready to stop talking and start doing. I'm Ange, a health and fitness coach. And I'm Ashley, a Reiki master and energy healer. And we are here to help you do exactly that. And you're busy. We get that because we are too. But even with the challenges and chaos, you deserve and can live a life full of absolute joy, happiness, and purpose. We want you to join us in taking radical responsibility so that you can take everything in your life to that next level. Have the best sex of your life. Live in a body that you love. Let go of worry and stress. And live in total alignment. Your happier, healthier, and amazing life is waiting for you. Let's get into today's episode. Hi, everyone. Welcome to today's episode on the Transform Your Life podcast. And how are you doing? I'm doing so good, girly. How are you doing? I'm so good, guys. I am so excited. We have a very special guest with you. We have talked a little bit about her before, but she is here not quite in the flesh, but she is here to tell us all about human design and her story and connection to human design. So welcome, Kylie. Hi. Oh, I'm so excited. Wonderful. Nervous, but excited. <laughs> Nervous and excited. That's a wonderful way to channel that energy. I love it, girl. So Kylie, her last name is Wittick. I've known her husband actually kind of just in background growing up in a similar town and Kylie and I have connected through Reiki and some of the things she's doing. So Kylie, will you tell us a little bit about your story? Your main expertise is human design. What is human design and what led you there? Um, okay. So I kind of, I went through a big health um, issue and kind of started me on my road to healing I'm just digging deep into more spiritual side of everything and a lot more natural ways of trying to heal and figure out everything that was going on. So, um, yeah, I just kind of started the journey of figuring out who I was slowly and like easing into it all. Um, and then a lot of deep like family healing happened during that all. And yeah, I just stepped on that bunkie that day and everything changed after that. And I just dug in so much deeper um, after that. And yeah, human design just kind of kept coming up for me. Um, and it came up for me in the craziest ways. And then um, just came so quickly like within a week I had my first I had a reading done on myself and then um I ended up signing up for school within that week and had all the signs and I just jumped in and started the beautiful journey of figuring out more of who I was and who I meant to be and it's just so beautiful once you get into it so amazing oh my goodness so guys, what Kylie talks about, she says, sitting on the bunky porch. So I'm going to paint you a little picture. If that's okay, Kylie, I'm going to yeah, share the details of your session, but just to paint a little bit of a visual for our listeners. So Kylie came for a Reiki treatment. It was her first one. It was wonderful. It was magical. And as we finished up, there was a hornet 
inside the bunkie, right? This middle of summer, it's a cabin, guys. So yes, bugs do happen. Anyways, so we're sitting there. I'm seeing this thing out of the corner of my eye, and I'm just thinking, if my client gets stung right now, all of this is going to hell. So I'm like, let's go outside because there's a giant hornet. She's like, oh my gosh, yes. So we're just sitting out on the bunky porch trying to avoid this hornet and we're just soaking up the sunshine and it was the most magical space and all of a sudden Kylie kind of just her shoulders relaxed a little bit further and she just said I know I'm supposed to be doing something more I just don't know what and yeah. the tears started flowing and I think that was the part where you recognized okay it's time to shed a lot more of what I've got going on and even though you didn't know what the next step was, you recognized that there was a change taking place, which I think you've yeah. here so powerful, right? That intuition piece of, I know I need to shift. And even if I don't know what that shift is, I'm ready for it. Yeah, I definitely could feel the shift after that day. And I remember driving home just feeling like so light and like, almost like I had a buzz on and I just changed. And I remember calling like a couple of friends being like, everything just shifts, shifted after that. There was just such a release. Uh, And so it led you to human design. So for our listeners, what, if you were just to give an overview, if somebody says, I've never heard of human design, what the heck even is that? What would you, what would be your brief overview? We are going to dive in. We're going to get details of it, but just for the person who's listening, who doesn't know or has never heard of, what would you tell that person? Human design helps us see and understand ourselves more and um, helps us understand each other more. So Basically, it's your body graph, which kind of sounds confusing when you're not looking at it, but it's who you're born to be. This is like things that can come up and little details about your personality or how you react to something or what you need more to help you sleep or self-care. And they're all just little things to help you understand who you are and what is meant for you in this life. And we're all so different. And I think that that's the one thing that people don't remember. They think that you're all one shoe fits all, but it's not. Everybody fits in a different shoe for a reason, right? So we all have a different path and this helps us find our path more. Amazing. I think one of the things that I've heard too over and over again about human design is that it gives you that permission slip to be yourself. Yes. That it's so important that you take that and you remember that you're, you're, it's okay to have a unique purpose and to have a unique personality. And it's more like a clarification that it's okay to do these things, right? Because so many people feel like they're not okay to act silly or to have loud personalities, but that's who you are and that's okay. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would also say for somebody listening, they probably have done something, a personality test of some sort. They've probably done the Myers-Briggs or the color test or done probably something to find out who they are. This just looks at things a little bit differently because of the way that 
A, it kind of looks a little bit confusing when you're looking at the body and all the glasses and all this mm-hmm. stuff. It looks really, really confusing. It's not like, I'm a green, right? It's, it's a little bit yeah. more complex than that. So what differentiates the human design from those other sorts of tests? What makes it unique and how would it be more beneficial or different in terms of the benefits that it provides? Um, so human design is based off of the Western astrology. So they have the chakra system as well, the lynching system and the tree of life um, of, from Kabbalah. And then also they have it. So they have your Eastern, your Western um, kind of teachings with it. And then you have like your quantum mechanics and your biochemistry and your genetics and your astronomy. So it all kind of connects in different ways and it pulls all these different pieces in to to kind of teach you just so many different things about yourself, right? Once you get into the body graph more and your gates and your channels, it it gets a little bit more complex into learning the certain little details and traits that you have, but it's so cool once you get into it all. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So maybe we want to tell them a little bit. We've talked a little bit on the podcast about it. We've talked about how you were at the manifestation course, how we've integrated yeah. human design into the coursework for that. But maybe we just want to talk about like the main types then. So the main are kind of like the the starting ground, right? The manifestors, yeah. the generators, and what exactly that means about the characteristics of that person. Okay, so it can vary between your authorities as well. So that is something that has to be reminded to a lot of people because they don't think about the authority and how that can kind of shift everybody else's personalities and then also once you get into more of your eights and your channels that shifts it as well um but there's five different types and then you have so you have your generator your manifesting generator your manifester your projector and your reflector um so all of those types are um in a percentage kind of so there's not as many reflectors out there in the world um, and not as many manifestors, but manifestors are growing, but um, generators and projectors are definitely a larger chunk of our population. And then our manifesting generators as well. There is just, there's so much to um, unpack with each of those as well. So for I'm a generator. So for a generator, I really know that I have to keep my boundaries and I really need to listen to my gut and trust myself fully. Um, And that's something that's a very big chunk um, of a generator is listening to your gut and going, "Uh uh-huh, uh-uh, like it's okay to voice that. Um, And I know like projectors need to find their mastery in what they need to do and they need to um, lean into their spiritual side a lot. That is a very big thing with projectors Um, and manifestors. They just call in everything and they are meant to call in all of the beautiful new, um, new beginnings and new, um, maybe a new career or a new way of, thinking and bring that to our society and it's so cool how everyone can diff- um, be so different in what they're supposed to bring in um I haven't touched on reflectors as much I haven't like dug into their personalities as much because I have 
I haven't had any reflectors come to me yet. Um, but I know they're very quiet and more to themselves, um, which is definitely the one reflector I do know um, is very um, kind of shy and in his own little space and very reserved. But um, yeah, there's just there's so many different so much to unpack there. It's kind of hard to give you like a good gist of it all. So one thing that you, you mentioned is the, the different chakra systems. And one thing that I found super powerful in my session with Kylie was I am also a generator. And some of the things that you mentioned, but one that really stands out to me is where we draw our energy from. So based on each type, can you explain mostly, because there are going to be differences and based on your authority and your right angles and your channels and your gates and all of those elements that we're not going to dive into. But when it comes to being a generator, I know that I, now I know, I didn't know this prior to working with Kylie, but my energy, I actually dropped from my sacral chakra. Right. And first thing I think of when I think of sacral is pleasure, joy, bliss, happiness. Right. That's that sexuality falls in there. Libido, um, fertility, all of that sits in that sacral area. And I think about my calling as as a Reiki healer. It brings me so much joy. And the reason that I left teaching was because I just I, there was no joy in it for me. But not everybody needs to have joy be the reason they do a thing because they don't necessarily draw their energy. So my work actually energizes me. I don't feel depleted after a day in the bunkie, even if I've had five or six clients. So yes. each type has a different place they draw energy from. Could you share a little bit about each one and where they draw their energy from? Um, yeah, so generators have their sacral. They can also have their emotional um, solar plexus as well and kind of draw some energy from there. Um, there was one girl at the group on the weekend that had her emotional solar plexus. Um, and I hadn't read a generator with her emotional solar plexus. So I did find that very unique for, I'm sure there's so many, but just getting started. That's, um, that was different for me, but, um, yeah, you're, there is nine energy centers in human design where chakra system is only seven. Um, but our solar plexus splits off. So you have your splenic and your emotional solar plexus, which is kind of cool. Um, so you, when you look at a chart, it goes all the way down and then you have two, um, off one off to the right and one off to the left. And, um, there is, um, some like I know projectors pull more from like from what I have experienced I should say I guess um projectors a lot of the ones that I've read have their splenic um and that's where they pull their energy from is their splenic their solar plexus off to the one side so if you draw energy from your splenic what does that mean it just means that it's more of a like a different energy it's not you trusting your gut as much you're trusting like some a more inner voice um kind of like that intuitive piece just like, yeah okay it's yeah. more intuitive but not less emotional, emotional more 
would it be less emotional or no? Like less trusting your emotion and more trusting yeah. your intuition. Yeah, more trusting your intuition. And it just see that can also vary because then you have your emotional solar plexus can also be highlighted on some too. And they kind of can balance each other a little bit. Okay. Okay. So it just once you get into the charts, it's kind of like <laughs> it can get more complex as you get into it and trying to figure out everything else, right? And it's tricky because each we when Kylie collects information for your chart, you are really actually getting right down to your birth minute, your birth location, yeah. right? Birth hour. And so we're trying, I understand Kylie that the challenge <laughs> is we're trying to get you to give an overview. And yet every single time it's a completely different case, right? So yeah. person, even if you have three manifestors in a row, they are all going to have so many unique and different facets that it's hard to generalize because it's so vast and varied. And it's kind of like nutrition and exercise with that way. When people will ask me questions and I'll be like, well, it kind of depends. And they'll be like, what, like in general, and I'm like, well, it actually kind of depends on this and this and this and this and this and this for me to give you an answer. So I can totally understand where it's like, very hard to like give that big general um that big yeah. overview of it and to uh yeah yeah Reiki is the same way right <laughs> every single treatment even person to person is going to change right so totally. uh, yeah it's also different everyone is I'm pulling all the charts that I did last weekend um it was like oh like there's so there is so many of generators and projectors but once you get into the authority, I'm like, oh yeah. But even me looking at their personal charts, I'm like, oh, I can see like, yeah, they have this, this, and this, and there's so many other things that are different. So it's like, here's your just basics and hope and a little bit more for your authority. And there is a pile more to even give you to get you to understand yourself in the fullest form. Amazing. And guys, so it's just like at the beginning of our conversation, I was thinking about you asked about like we've all done like a Myers-Briggs or whatever. And the thing that popped into my head was like, do you remember when we were younger, not many years ago, but Cosmo magazine and the like oh, yeah, yeah, quizzes. Yeah. So I think it's important to recognize we all honestly are trying to understand ourselves more, right? Like I think of why mm -hmm. would you, why did we in grade seven think that doing those personality quizzes in the back of a magazine, but we, we were seeking to understand ourselves, right? And I think that's the beauty of human design is it's really a custom blueprint to explain why your soul is here and what it's doing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's so custom to who you are. It's it's incredible once you get into it and to learn everything about yourself. And I've done it for my kids and my husband, like knowing what I do about my kids now too, like what it has shown me and how different they are. And it's just helping me understand how, how to uniquely help them. 
Mm-hmm. I was going to say in relationships, I'm curious to know if you've done couples or know about relationship dynamics. Are there any that are like you could see being hard for them to work together? Because I know for me, I'm a I'm a, um, a manifester. And the thing with a manifester yeah. is I need like this. I can, I can do the fire, but then I need the retreat space afterwards. So in a relationship, the other person honoring that, okay, she had can do that, but then she needs that retreat time. Right. Um, is is there anything in a relationship dynamic that we should be aware of that we should be looking at with our partners or combinations, any suggestions for that? So I have read, um, I read a couple and then I also read their daughter. Um, and it did help. Um, they were both projectors. So they're both the same, which kind of was cool when we got into chatting, um, more because it helps they projectors need their naps. They need to go have their rest and their lay down time. Um, and it's good for them. They need that recharge. Um, so then being able to kind of take turns in having that lay down time and that rest time, and then being able to uh, work with their daughter who's a generator. So she has full sacral energy. Um, so being able to discuss it with them, they were like, Oh, it makes more sense. We can tag team. We can help each other. It's helping them flow a little bit easier in their household. But human design does have um, a part where we can overlap um, the charts and kind of look at your um, your chart and whoever else's chart and overlap them and just see how compatible you are. It does come up on the bottom, like certain things that don't match. Um, Katie, who um, runs my human design school, she actually did it with her ex-husband and she saw how incompatible they were and then now her new relationship, how compatible they are. So it's kind of cool once you get into it to be able to overlap that kind of stuff and kind of figure out what you need and what you don't need in your life. Sure. I think too, one of the things you mentioned there was with the project, I believe it's projectors. So projectors need their, they need to rest. And as a generator, one thing that you've told me is that shows up in my chart is I need to burn all my energy throughout the day. Getting a second wave is actually detrimental to my energy, right? Which would be, if I was, I'm not, but if Cam was a projector, he's a generator also. So we're working through some of the similarities and differences through that. But if he was a projector, I would find it very challenging unless I knew Right. If he always needed to have like a quick little cat nap or right to recharge his batteries, because I for my energy, that actually doesn't work at all. Right. And so I I think knowing your partner and knowing, okay, it allows there to be an understanding there. If okay, if that's if you need 15 minutes to just recharge your batteries and that's going to make you a better dad cool versus going, oh, my God, like, do you not sleep at night? Like what's wrong with you? I don't need a nap. Are you just being lazy? Right. It really allowed that space to go, huh? This is just a difference in the way you recharge, which I think is really powerful. Right. Yeah. Once you get to know what, 
matter who they are, um, it's just easier for you to be able to dig in and understand and just give them a little bit of a break mentally from you not feeling like they're not helping. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Totally. And I think the other thing it would be really helpful for is the person that's listening. That's like, I don't know what I should do with my life. I yes. don't know what I should do with my job. Like I'm so lost. I don't know. How can human design help people maybe get some more clarity with that? Um, so we do have, we can like look into your gates and um, kind of pinpoint more areas that you should concentrate on for work. And also like your incarnation cross can also tell you a lot about your work as well. So when I had my first reading, I uh, zeroed in and said that I really wanted to kind of pinpoint some more work stuff and kind of figure out what was next. And, um, my beautiful friend Steph um, said that I absolutely needed to do coaching of some sort. Um, and with my incarnation cross being a lot of trauma and chaos in my life, um, I take life lessons and I give that to everyone else. I like to be able to help them through everything that I've learned. So that is one of the ways that it, helped me clarify what I needed to kind of step into a little bit more. Amazing. I think too, one of the things and you've mentioned just with your work after getting your human design, being a manifester and really going, Oh my gosh, I don't have to be the person who does all of it all the time. It really gave you permission to kind of be the ideas person get start people started. The start the fire. Do. Yes. Right. That. So I think, regardless of where you're at, whether you're searching for more clarity and what the hell am I supposed to do or, okay, I'm doing this thing that I really love. How can I do it better? Right. And I think that's regardless of where you're starting, you're going to get so many clues and cues about um, who you are and maybe what's next on your journey for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's so much that can come up um, to just clarify what you need in that moment. Mm-hmm. And even just optimize the way that your day looks like optimize mm-hmm. what time you should be getting up at optimize what that day should be looking like to really maximize product productivity, but also maximize life satisfaction, right? Like at the end of the day, Absolutely. do you feel happy with your life? Do you feel satisfied with your life? And I think there's so much clarity that came for myself and probably a lot of people that do mm-hmm. human design where they can, um, yeah, set themselves up for success with that. Now, you did mention a little bit about healing and you mentioned a little bit about your personal journey at the beginning of our conversation, Kylie. You also circled back to say something to the effect of helping people through coaching, helping people get through certain things. I'm curious to know with where you're at right now, do you feel comfortable telling people a little bit more about um, about your healing journey and maybe some of those elements in case they can relate? Yeah. Um, so it was after we got married, I started having, um, this is like, I guess almost six years ago now. Um, I started having some health issues and wasn't quite sure what was going on. Doctors obviously brushed it off a little bit. Um, but I 
finally was able to get diagnosed and found out that I have lichen planus. Um, and that is an inflammatory skin condition. Um, so once I found that out, I was kind of put on a path to a lot of doctors, not a lot of answers really. And also trying to do some natural stuff to figure everything out. Um, I took time away from the job I was doing and just concentrated on my health for a while and it felt so good. Um, and then the kids were going back to school. So I thought I should get another job. And I thought, yeah, this is something I need. Um, and as I got into it, COVID happened and I had started losing my hair. Um, so I have, it's like in plainness of the scalp, which is similar to alopecia. So it affects, I have balding and a lot of scarring on the top of my head. Um, and it wasn't until like this October when I finally sat in Toronto at my doctor's office with a hair specialist. And she said, okay, we're going to sit down. We're going to do scalp injections today. And I just looked at her and I was like, no, we're not. We're not doing that because I knew I could not do that. And I needed to trust myself fully. And I've canceled all my appointments since then and just kind of like backed off from the doctors. And I know some people will not agree with that, but after spending as much time as I have going back and forth and with doctors, it just feels so right to just step away for a bit and concentrate fully on what I need to do for me. And I felt so much better because the anxiety, like going into the appointments even is like so much because you just never know what they're going to say and none of them seem to be on the same page um so i really started doing the courses over the past two years more or less um and going to see ashley for my reiki and when i need it i go and there has been some crazy experiences every time i've gone so um but stepping into doing some courses and learning more about astrology and um, some deep family past life healings and all of that, a lot came up and it has just felt so different the last year than anything before. I, I don't know if I can fully even explain it because it's just been such a transformation for me. Incredible. I agree wholeheartedly and I see it on you. There was a time when we would talk and your hair was a piece of your identity. I remember from that very first appointment and there was for, for quite some time, you couldn't speak about your hair without crying. Yeah. Right. And now seeing and talking to you, it's, it's, you know, it's a thing that you're dealing with. It's something you're working through, and yeah. but, but it's, it doesn't actually identify who you are. It doesn't, no. right. It's not a representation of who Kylie at her essence truly is. It's, you know, it's something that is on your head and typically there's a hat on top of that beautiful head and you're yep. rocking it and I think I'm like gonna say some people are rock hats. I know I'm <laughs> at the course I was like how the fuck can she rock a hat 
so good. Yeah. Like, like you're yep. looking for hats, which is like the most beautiful. Like, because I am, I'm, I not love. Happy. I'm not happy. We look like shit with hats. I would love to be a hat girl, but I am just. It doesn't work. No, and and yeah, see, she knows I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> right, and so I think it's really beautiful that that's to see you step into your soul's purpose and your soul's path. Now that's just a thing, right? It's not yeah. something that really defines who you are. Um, so he's seeing that healing that's and amazing. even just in this conversation, right? I think that's yeah. powerful. So just, yeah. And yeah, oh. I <laughs> the, the power behind that level of statement in the way that you show up in this world is incredibly um beautiful to see right like just oh, thank you power and it just radiates out from you so oh thank you i love that intuition piece where she's like we're gonna start scalp injections today you're just like no nope. like in my soul mm-hmm. yeah i want hair on my head but not like not at the cost or not at the risk of what i know to be good and true for my body yeah it was literally she wrote down on my form to my other doctor that I had rejected um, the scalp injections and I read it the next day and I was like I had so many words in my head and I was like but I know that that's not right so you trying to make it a thing even in my medical form saying she rejected it like she should be doing this it was like I know so deep down that that is the right decision for me. And don't you dare shame me for it. Yeah. Like what goes, like pops up. It's like, yeah, that was my choice. And don't you shame me for it to my doctor. Yeah. Yeah. I had had a lot of experience of looking into all of that for the last year without seeing a doctor for my hair loss. And I was like, I know that that's not the right path there's no way that that works for me right and I think that pulls it right back to human design which we're talking about is knowing so deeply who you are knowing every facet of your soul and it gives us the courage in those moments to go no I'm not somebody who wants to do this or I definitely am somebody who wants to do this and we know ourselves so deeply and so well that those intuitions come in quickly and we can be concrete in them versus that wishy-washy like, well, my mom really thinks I should, or obviously my doctor thinks I should, and maybe I don't know. And it's like, no, I know my intuition so well. I know my path and I know that this is not on it. Mm-hmm. Right. And yeah, sorry, sorry. Just even being the highest form of self-trust, Right. That like I trust myself over and above anybody else. Right. And that self-trust, I think, is so hard for people. They get so caught up in listening to other voices that they lose their sense of trust in themselves. Yeah. And it it eliminates the mind game you play. When I've been to as many doctors as I have been, there becomes this mind game of like, okay, well, one doctor wants this and one doctor wants this. And they don't communicate. So you're left trying to put the pieces together for them of what you feel fits you. So I've had to really lean in and like trust myself and be like, this med is not what I'm going on. I'm going to go with this one this time, or I'm not going to go with any, and we're going to figure something else out. Mm -hmm. So I love that. That's amazing girl. 
Absolutely. And I think it comes back to, we are all the expert on ourselves. We like to think that there's other people who know us or know what's best for us. And when you know yourself wholeheartedly, and that's part of what human design will do is it gets you to know who you are deeply that you, you have been your soul this whole lifetime. Nobody else is you. Right. And so every other opinion, every other expert is secondary, right? You are the primary Mm -hmm. expert. um, And I think that's really beautiful and speaks so well to the human design that you do is that when you know yourself, you can trust yourself and act on behalf of what is best for you. Yeah. And you're eliminating all of the other things that aren't. So you're just allowing the things that are right for you to just come easier too. And slough off a little bit the opinions of others going, okay, that that would be on your path. If you were losing your hair, you would definitely go down that road. And you know what? When I look at your chart, that would be the right path for you. Mm-hmm. Right? Because that would be what your soul would want to do. But really honoring that, okay, but that's that's you and not me, right? Yeah. It's definitely when you go into everything, it's this is your path, this is my path. And I'm going to take it like this and you can take it like that because that's what's meant for you. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. We don't have to do everything the same. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now for the person that's listening, Kylie, that's thinking to themselves, I want to connect with Kylie. I want my human design done. I want to make sure that I know all the things about myself. We have an audience that probably lives local, but we do have a lot of listeners that don't live local. So do you offer human design on a virtual basis um, in an online space for people or how do you offer your services? Yeah, um, I do them online via Zoom. We just connect through email. I send you the link and away we go. It's super easy. Um, But I am on Instagram at phases to harmony and my website is in the works. So once that is up and going, it will be a little bit easier to get things booked. But I just booked through private message right now or email. And it's been working awesome. And I have lots of space coming up available for whoever. Excellent. Amazing. So I've had one session with Kylie. So one session, the first session is typically kind of your overview, just the like, let's, let's look at everything that shows up kind of briefly. Right. And so a second appointment or a third appointment, what are some of the things that somebody might look at just so that they can kind of have like that tiered kind of understanding of what that might look like? Yeah. So for level one reading, um, we concentrate on your type um, your note self theme, your strategy and your authority. Um, and then for your level two reading, we concentrate on your energy centers and more of your profile, which your profile number can change. Um, and then also for level three, then we go into some of your gates and your channels. And that one can be a big one, um, like a couple hour long reading, but there's so much to learn once you dig into that even more. So amazing. So it's, it sounds like you kind of break it off in chunks so that it's not yeah. overwhelming, too much information to digest that each one kind of builds on the previous knowledge that you've kind of taken in. Is that correct? Yeah, it's easier to be able to take what you've learned and slowly integrate it. Right. Mm-hmm. Cause you don't want to give everyone. Some people do like to have all of 
their chart information right off the hop, but obviously to try and integrate it slowly in is easier for everyone to understand and to digest. And if they have questions about certain parts, it's just easy for you to communicate with them about that. So slower you get into it it's almost easier because you don't have to switch a light switch one day and everything change it's just taking those pieces you've learned and making sure that you're slowly integrating them and slowly becoming more in alignment with who you're supposed to be absolutely and that makes sense right that if you do realize let's say you get your profile and you realize okay I am, I am living a life that is not in alignment with my soul. Getting three sessions worth of that information can feel scary or make you want to just like push off from it being like, nope, this isn't me. This doesn't make sense to me. I just, you know, right. We, we want to check out versus like you said, just that, like building it in going, oh my gosh, like, wow, I didn't realize that I'm going to try a few of these things. Um, makes it more digestible for sure. Yeah. Just a little bit easier for everyone to get into it. Excellent. Excellent. Amazing. Well, we're going to put everything in the show notes for you guys. And we want to thank you, Kylie, for coming on and being a guest in today's episode. We appreciate the way that you're showing up in this world and all the insights that you provided today. So thank you. Amazing guys. So if you're looking to transform thank your life you. human design, Kylie Wittick is your girl. Well, thank you both so much. You're welcome. It's been a pleasure, girl. All right. We will catch you shortly. <laughs> I got a session too coming up soon. So I'll be posted on how that comes. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Sounds good. All right. Bye, darling. Bye, guys. Bye.